Welcome back, one and all, to the Our Outdoors portion of your weekend. I'm your host, Nick Simonson, outdoors writer with my materials online at NewsDakota.com and DakotaEdge.com. For you spring hunters, today is the day. Hopefully you are out in the turkey blind chasing old Tom, getting the old box out, scratching or clucking and making sure that all those noises you need to seal the deal are hitting the airwaves. Got a great day for it today, Saturday, looking very, very nice. Get a great opportunity here tomorrow, maybe a little bit different, but as for right now, enjoy the day, enjoy this great weekend. There are a lot of fun opportunities to be had as spring takes hold throughout North Dakota. A lot of fun as well as you read the news. We're seeing great bighorn sheep numbers out in western North Dakota, a jump of almost 11% from 290 last year to 322 this year, and an all-time record beating the 2008 numbers by eight head or so. So, man, a lot of fun stuff going on. Clay Target League's kicking into full swing. Spring is just a great time simply to, you know, shake off the rust, get back to where we were. You know, you're dodging the wind and the weather sometimes. But for the most part, man, everything out there is opening up. A lot of fun to be had. And it's a great time to take a kid or other people outdoors. Uh, One boon to hunter and angler participation was the pandemic. You can say what you want about what this country's gone through over the last 16 months. But at any rate, the pandemic has helped get more people involved in the outdoors. And by doing that, you are going to see an opportunity to recruit and retain more people. And it's great to have places for them to go and habitat for them to access so that they can fish and hunt to their heart's content and build on that success. One organization that's looking to build on that recruitment and retain more hunters is the National Wild Turkey Federation. We catch up with Clayton Lank, NWTF District Biologist for North Dakota, right after the break to learn more about those efforts. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the show, everyone. As we mentioned earlier, it is turkey opener here in North Dakota. And for that, we are reaching out to Clayton Lank, National Wild Turkey Federation District Biologist for North Dakota, to give us more insight on where we're at and what's coming up for the organization. Clayton, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you on here at the start of the season. You know, we've seen an uptrend over the last couple of years for wild turkey populations in the state. How are things setting up for this spring here in North Dakota? I would say they're doing pretty good. Uh, the majority of the turkey populations are in the western part of the state. So out there, it seems like we're we're seeing an increase in numbers all the time. It seems like more in the, the eastern part of the state, you know, things are stable. We're obviously looking at ways we can improve habitat and all that sort of stuff. But overall, the numbers are good. Uh, last year, uh, I believe, was the second highest harvest that they've ever had. Um, and I think the hunter success rate was about 40% last year, which is pretty good compared to most states. I think most are around that 15 to 25%. So 40% is actually pretty good. We'll certainly take those numbers when we can get them. Part of the big driver for that is having good habitat in place. What's the status of habitat in the eyes of NWTF here in North Dakota, and what does the future look like? So it looks pretty good so far. There, There is a little concern about, you know, the amount of rain that you guys have had. Not super concerning yet. If it, if it continues over the next month or two, you know, then it'll be a little more probably impactful. But at, as of now, it's it's looking okay talking with Clayton Lank. He's the NWTF district biologist for Minnesota, Wisconsin, South Dakota, and of course, North Dakota. Clayton, uh, the Federation has a lot of uh, great plans for habitat. Looking at the goals in the coming years for North Dakota with three primary pillars at the forefront. Let's talk about that first one, and that's preserving or enhancing 13,750 acres. Uh, What are the targeted areas, and how does this affect both public and private lands? 
So we have targeted areas that we kind of focus on in North Dakota. There's kind of two big main spots. One's kind of out in southwestern North Dakota, and the other one's kind of southeastern a little bit. We have actually exceeded those goals. Um, you know, like you said, the goals were 13,750. As of September of 2020, we were at 20,284. So we had exceeded that goal by almost 7,000 acres already. Uh, and we still have two years left of this initiative. So that's only going to keep growing. Public and private lands, we work with a lot of agencies, the Forest Service, uh, North Dakota Game of Fish. Um, we've worked with a lot of NGOs as well on different things like the American Bird Conservancy, Pheasants Forever, uh, you know, those sorts of places. But a lot of these preserving or enhancing comes from those partnerships where we can help leverage our dollars that NWTF raises and the grants that we encumber to kind of use as match or to kind of contribute to those other places so we can get more work done. So that's why we're able to exceed those goals so quickly. Sure, many hands make light work, especially when it comes to conservation. The second pillar that NWTF has is recruiting 300 hunters. How does the organization do that, and then what's the next step in maintaining those new recruits? So there's several ways that kind of gets done. You know, obviously North Dakota has the R3 coordinator, um, the recruitment retention and reactivation program. We also do it through mentored hunts, through NWTF, Jake's events. If you're not familiar with Jake's, it's an acronym for Juniors Acquiring Knowledge, Ethics, and Sportsmanship. Um, it's kind of a youth program that NWTF has. The Families of Field Legislation that went through many years ago. Um, all of those types of programs help us do that recruitment in, in the activation part. The events that we hold are made to maintain and kind of build people's own personal skills so that they can further go out on their own and, you know, maybe mentor somebody that they know. So, you know, hopefully just keep expanding that. So, you know, this number is probably a lot bigger than what we have. Actually, the number we have is crazy exceeded the 300 that we were hoping for. And then the last of those three pillars for NWTF is to increase access by 2,000 acres. I'm guessing with the previous two and the success you've seen, you're probably above that. But how is it being accomplished here in North Dakota? Luckily, we have NWTF chapters throughout the state, and they, you know, through their fundraising events and banquets and those sorts of things, we're able to compile some money and we donate $10,000 every year to North Dakota Game and Fish. So that money also, kind of in conjunction with, um, you know, helping with land acquisitions and things like that, we've actually been able to open up 24,848 acres as of September of last year. So tenfold the uh, expected acres that we had there. And it's in largely through the PLOTS program, but some of it is through acquisition and donations and that sort of stuff. With numbers like those, we should have put NWTF in charge of the vaccine rollout this year. <laughs> Looking ahead here with Clayton Lank, NWTF District Biologist for National Wild Turkey Federation. Uh, another great program that the organization has is the Northern Plains Riparian Restoration Initiative. I'm just going to call it RRI for the simplicity of it. It's been around for about a decade. It's focused on those river corridors, which are so important to wild turkeys. What sort of work is done in a typical project under RRI? Those projects are typically helping out ranchers and getting improved practices on the land. So they call, we call them BMPs, which is short for best management practices. And that's helping with grazing improvements, you know, creating grazing plans with NRCS, Natural Resources Conservation Service, coming up with rotational grazing, putting up fencing to keep cattle out of streams and cricks and stuff like that. All of those kind of things play into not only the erosion and water quality aspect of it, but also they increase the habitat aspect of it, which is the one of our main concerns just because of you know, the lack of habitat for a lot of birds. So a lot of it is just kind of working with 
producers and, like I said, other agencies and things like that, trying to keep livestock out of those river and waterways and then promoting the habitat aspect of it. A lot of these have immediate impacts, but how long does it take to see your projects begin to work when it comes to these riparian corridors? Sure. So nature is pretty resilient. So usually, I mean, if it's if it's not just a complete disaster of a, of a scenario, it's usually, you know, as soon as that next year, you start to see things turn around. If it's a site that's been, you know, compacted and, and has all sorts of different issues, it might be a couple of years, but within five years, you should see that thing turning around and looking pretty natural. Wrapping up here with Clayton Lank, National Wild Turkey Federation District Biologist here for North Dakota. Clayton, you got access to four good states, four upper Midwestern states that are full of turkeys. <laughs> uh, where are you heading for your turkey opener, whether it's this weekend or maybe you're getting a couple different openers in? Yeah, so Minnesota's is actually next week, and uh, that's probably the one I'll be hitting up. But right here in central Minnesota is where I was born and raised, and that's where that's where I'll be going. So. Sounds good. Well, we wish you the best of luck. We appreciate all the work you're doing out there uh, on the landscape for wild turkeys and for hunters. And most importantly, thanks for being on the show today. All right. Thanks for having me. Good information there from Clayton Link, District Biologist for the National Wild Turkey Federation, covering Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota, and Wisconsin. So keep your ears and eyes sharp as you got your opener here under your belt as the season progresses. We are going to see those toms get more and more desperate as they find their first couple of hens, and then as the season starts to wear on, they're going to get out there and get more attracted to those calls. So don't give up on your efforts just yet. Have a lot of fun out there, and of course, be safe. If you need more information on turkey hunting or you're looking to learn more, more about NWTF and what it is doing for those riparian corridors, for turkey habitat, and other great efforts throughout the Peace Garden State. Go to nwtf.org, log on, and learn more about this great organization that is working hard to preserve not only the habitat that benefits turkeys, but deer, upland game, and watchable wildlife species as well. Be safe out there. Have a ton of fun on this great turkey opener weekend. And if you do, I'm sure I'll see you in our outdoors.